Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. Tony D'Angelo threw it at the net. They score! Off a stick in front, deflected in front of Cam Talbot. And that didn't take long. Five seconds into their first power play, and the Flyers had tied the score at one. And Zach McEwen's shot was knocked down in front. McEwen gets it again, looks and shoots. He scores! Zach McEwen, with just over a minute and a half left in the second period, has his third goal of the year, and the Flyers take the 2-1 to lead. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for Sunday, the 6th of November, as the Flyers stop the bleeding. They get a win on the final game of that three-game road trip. And a couple overtime losses in the last calendar week that lost to Carolina in overtime. They lost the one nothing loss to the New York Rangers. Obviously, the loss to Toronto 5-2 on Wednesday in the back-to-back. But they wrap up the three-game trip in Ottawa. First game against their former captain, Claude Giroux scores the opening goal of the game just a couple of minutes in. But that's all Ottawa would get. And the Flyers get goals from Kevin Hayes on the power play. Great assist from Tony D'Angelo. And then also from Zach McEwen, who picks up his third goal of the season. He's done it in nine games. Zach McEwen, by the way, is tied for the second on the team in goals. Now, that might be an indictment. You may hear it as an indictment for a lot of people, but Zach McEwen, you know, three goals in nine games at the NHL level this season. The only guy with more goals than Zach McEwen is Travis Konechny, who has four in 11 games. Farabee has three. Lawton has three. Zach McEwen has three goals on the season. So, uh, good, just a great shift that led to that goal, which was the game winner late in the second period. Flyers killed off four Ottawa Senators power plays in the second period and they manage to get the only goal of the period and they come away with a 2-1 win now how did they get the win well here's a big big part of it there's this guy his name's Carter Hart he's been unbelievable so far this season he was again the number one star of the game for the Flyers He makes 33 saves on 34 shots, a 971 game save percentage. Let me give you these numbers. Opening game of the season against the New Jersey Devils, back on the 13th of October. Carter Hart opens up the season. He makes 35 saves on 37 shots, 946 save percentage for that game. Next game he plays against Vancouver. He makes 28 saves on 30 shots, 933 save percentage for that game. Next game, against the Tampa Bay Lightning, 36 saves on 38 shots, 947 save percentage. Next one, 31 saves on 32 shots against Nashville, 969 save percentage. Next game, against Florida, 48 saves on 51 shots, a 941 save percentage. Next game, Carolina, that loss in overtime. 34 saves on 38 shots. This is the outlier, 895 save percentage. Then uh, Tuesday night against the New York Rangers, 35 saves on 36 shots, 972 save percentage. And then last night, 33 saves on 34 shots, 971 save percentage. He's been simply unbelievable. Unbelievable. And he has a record of 6-0-2. In the eight games he has now played, he's playing on a team that gives up 
darn near the most amount of shots in the NHL. He has been sensational. And to me, he should never play a preseason game again. Didn't play any preseason this year. I don't think he would agree with that. Goalies like to play those preseason games, a couple of them, just to get used to the traffic, to the rhythm, to get into a game, have some play reading against players that aren't on your team. But Carter Hart, what a start to the season the young man has had. And you can see just the way... I saw this in the last home game that he played in. I guess it was the... I guess it was the Florida game when he made the 48 saves on 51 shots. Just his demeanor, the way he's carrying himself. You can see his confidence. Just even at a TV timeout when he goes to the the bench to get water. The guy just looks like he's feeling it. And he's got confidence. There's a broadness to his shoulders and a pop in his stride. And you can see it when a goalie is confident. And every other guy on that team can see it, and can feel it as well. This game has to be played with the presumption that you are going to take risks with the puck, that you are going to incur risk, because the players in the league are too good. If you don't put the puck at risk ever, you'll never get anywhere because you're playing too safe, and you have to incur risk to to be able to generate high-quality offense. Now, the Flyers haven't generated a ton of high-quality offense so far this year, but it's a lot easier to incur risk with your play when you know that the goaltender behind you, because you can see it in his body language, you can see it in the way he's playing, and you can feel the confidence to take that on and be creative as an offensive player and at the offensive end of the ice, knowing that a mistake doesn't have you pulling the puck out of the back of your net. And right now, Carter Hart, the play is great. The confidence is great. But the the confidence it gives the entire team is what is, is the biggest benefactor. It's why when goaltending is bad, it can undo a team completely. Because confidence erodes in the most important position. And then you get afraid to make a mistake because you know if you do, it's likely going to be a goal for the opposition. So that's the double-edged sword of goaltending, good and bad. But Carter Hart has been amazing. It's going to be a busy week of hockey coming up. You're going to have the St. Louis Blues coming up on Tuesday. First reverse retro uh, jersey night for the Flyers of the year. St. Louis is scuffling along right now. And the Flyers are going to go on the road and take on the last place in the Metropolitan Division, Columbus Blue Jackets. And then Saturday, a week from yesterday, the Flyers are going to welcome Claude Giroux to Wells Fargo Center, which I'm sure will be a very emotional day for him. And I'm sure he'll get a very, very good uh, ovation, as he should. And then Sunday, it's another back-to-back. Saturday at 1 o'clock against Ottawa, Claude Giroux. Sunday at 1 o'clock against the Dallas Stars. So five games in the eight days, including yesterday. So it's a busy, busy week. We'll see how John Tortorella deploys his goaltending this week, five games in eight days. Could Hart play four of those five? Sure. This might be a week where Felix Sandstrom gets a game, though, that's not on a back-to-back. Or maybe he gets the front of a back-to-back. I mean, Carter Hart's going to get the Claude Giroux game on Saturday, so and Sandstrom would likely get Sunday. 
But does Sandstrom maybe get the game Thursday against Columbus on the road? I don't know. We'll see how uh, Torts plays that out. But there's a lot of elements that I think carried over from the end of the Leaf game and carried into the game last night against Ottawa. You heard Torts after that Leaf game say there were some things at the end that he really liked, some things, actions of his players. I think he was pointing right at Kevin Hayes. I think he was pointing right at Travis Konechny. I think he was pointing at those guys in there holding some accountability to Austin Matthews and some of the BS antics that he put on at the end of that game. I think he, I think Torts values those things, and those guys were leaders, and they were out there to have their teammates back and show accountability. And I think that carried into the Ottawa game. It was a little bit of a slow start. Flyers got it tied in the first period. But I thought in the second period, when you kill off four power plays for the Ottawa Senators and you come away with the only goal of the period, I thought that was a really resilient period of hockey for the Flyers. A really important period. And then they came out in the third period and they really didn't give Ottawa a whole heck of a lot. And when Ottawa got some opportunities, it didn't matter. Because, again going full circle, the goaltender. Just, I mean, it took a perfect play to beat him early in the game. And again, he gets beat early in the game, 244 in when Giroux gets that goal, his 300th of his NHL career. And Carter, unflapped, unfazed, just buckles down and doesn't give anything else up the rest of the night. That's strong mentally. And you've got to be strong mentally for a goalie. Man, I, I know that Ottawa was reeling. They came in having lost four straight, now five straight. And they're not, you know, a top team in the NHL. They're not the Colorado Avalanche. You know, they're not one of those elite teams. But given all the circumstances, I think that uh, that was a pretty damn impressive win last night for the Flyers. So what does this week have in store? Well, Bill and I will discuss that for tomorrow's episode. We'll kind of look back at the week that was and the week that will be. It's another important week for the Flyers. A couple other things real quick, too. Morgan Frost got back in the lineup. Really liked his game. I liked it a lot. He competed. He was on that fourth line. And, you know, obviously on the ice when they get that goal, he's a big part of that screen, taking away Talbot's eyes for McEwen to get the goal. He didn't sulk about being on that fourth line at all. I thought he worked his tail off in the game. So that was a good response for Morgan Frost. I really like the fact that Owen Tippett was put on that top line. I feel like his game is going right now. And he was also on that top power play with Hayes and Konechny as well. Um, Rasmus Ristolainen was a healthy scratch. I don't think that's as much an indictment on Risto overall. Just that he's trying to play his way into shape and get his game in order after missing a ton in the preseason and early season. And sometimes those big guys, it, it does take a little bit longer. So I don't think that Torts was being punitive or punishing Ristolainen. I think he was trying to bring him along slowly. But I thought Zamula, getting back into though, bounced back well. I thought he performed well in the game. And one of the things we talked about in yesterday's episode was Tony D'Angelo. Man, I love the decision on the power play. Comes across there and realizes that the Ottawa Senators player is not going to come out and challenge the shot and take away the lane to the net so he keeps kind of shimmying along the blue line and goes, if you're going to give me the lane, I'll take it. I got two guys down there. Hayes set up net front for a deflection, which he got. And if the puck is stopped, Konechny was right off to the right side, which happens to be the side where Tony D'Angelo shot the puck. So if there is a rebound, 
you got Konechny there to pounce on it and pound it home. Really quick decision from Tony D'Angelo. Right off the right off the faceoff, you could see Hayes wins the faceoff back. Konechny goes right in, scoops it right back to the point. Both players immediately after they did their job, Hayes winning the faceoff, and then Konechny pulling it back to D'Angelo, both of them circle right to the blue paint. Right to the blue paint. That's exactly what they needed to do. It was executed perfectly. I think Hayes and Konechny have both obviously responded extremely well from their benching in that third period against San Jose. And the details have been there. And I think Torts sees it, for sure. I think Torts absolutely sees it. It's got me really looking forward to this week of hockey. Seeing St. Louis, Columbus, Ottawa again, and the Dallas Stars. These, this isn't a world-beater stretch of opponents. It's not like you're facing Florida, Tampa, and Carolina in the same week. This is a week where you can have some success. We'll see if they do. But it's, a, it's an important week. Last night was an important win. Not just because it stopped the bleeding of, you know, the losing streak, but because of the way the win took place. And Torts is asking for goals from all around the lineup. Zach McEwen's given him three in nine games of the season. I know he's happy about that. I know Zach's happy about that as well. So we'll be back tomorrow. We'll do the week that was, the week that, that will be with Bill Meltzer on Monday's edition. And we've got a busy week of hockey. We'll tee it all up. So join us tomorrow on a Monday edition of Flyers Daily.